The angels beckon me to heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Amen. This world is not our home. Amen. The people of this world are really not your friends. The same salvation that changed your life and made you who you are this morning can change their life. He's interested in you touching him this morning and him touching you and him ministering to you and him helping you. Welcome to Naked Pentecostalism. I'm your host, Isaac Coverstone. Welcome to episode 21. And I apologize for the length of time that it's been since the last episode. There's just been so much crazy stuff happening. Work has been very, very busy. And top of that, we're trying to do some home improvement projects. So, yeah, it's just been really, really crazy in my personal life. But that's a good thing. And sometimes keeping busy is uh, means progress is being made, right? So... Anyway, today's episode, I wanted to focus on kind of a topic that's come up a couple different times in online discussions, and really, it's it's a way of explaining kind of the mentality that exists in, in some extreme religious groups, and that is really the concept of doublethink. Now, this was a term that was originally coined by George Orwell in 1984. For those that are not aware, in the book, there was this totalitarian government that would frequently push different propaganda broadcasts, and they would say, you know, they're at war with this one country, and then, like, a couple of months later, they'd turn around and say, oh, we've always been at peace with that country, but now we're at war with this other country. And the expectation of the average, you know, population was that they would accept the message without question. So they would mentally be aware that, yes, this is a change, this is something different, but the government would tell them, this is the way it's always been. You know, history is being modified, you know, as we speak. And and they would both be aware that, yes, this is being changed, and also be aware that they're going to accept that um, that line of reasoning, and they would just say, oh, yeah, yeah, this is the way it's always been, and they're not going to question it. Because to question the government was to invite the displeasure of the secret police or whoever. And... This is this is really to to describe doublethink. We have to um, define it as having two opposing ideas, two opposing mutually exclusive concepts, which are both held to be true at the same time. So you would have these two ideas. And you would be aware that they are different, but at the same time, you accept both of them. And it's a very difficult thing to pull off. <laughs> but let's let's describe how this applies to, to the extremist religious groups and Pentecostalism in particular. So you would have situations like we go out every Saturday and knock doors and fight people to church, blah, blah, blah. Well, on the one hand, you are aware 
that this is like almost completely non-effective, right? So I knocked doors for, let's see, probably my late teens going up into mid thirties. So I'm, I'm going to say just lowballing it 15 years, but really in that entire 15 years going out who knows how many hours, you know, just shoving a flyer into someone's face and be like, we would like you to come and join us for services on, you know, this coming Sunday and not really being a great salesman, but we got a lot of practice, you know, we, we got good at it. And I, I just don't think I could count more than, I don't know, two or three people that maybe I personally invited and talked to that actually showed up again and, and accepted that invitation. It was an extremely rare event. So the double think applies in that we are told this is the gospel plan, you know, go out and into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come into the father's house, you know, and we, we just mindlessly go out and all these, there'd be teams and teams of people out and just stacks of flyers. I mean, the amount of time and money spent to get this process going was, was really quite something. And, the result was not great. You know, the result was not impressive, but we kept doing it. So it's, it's the two concepts of, we know this is not successful. We know this is not effective, but we do it. And we, we think, oh yeah, I'm doing, I'm making a difference. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I don't really know what we thought it was just, but yeah, you're told basically by leadership, to do this and this is good this is effective and you accept that even though you know the results are not impressive uh the other aspects are and i've covered this in other episodes but on the one hand you're aware that this is a weird way to live this is a weird set of standards and guidelines to abide by this is you know wearing this kind of clothing, this kind of hairstyle, um, avoiding sporting events and movies and going to the bar. And these are all things that are not normal in, in the rest of society. But at the same time, like you have this mentality, oh, but, but I'm doing this because I'm special and I'm you know, I'm trying to do what's, what's right. And you kind of have this mentality that you are, you are superior or better than the people that do do those sort of things. So you're constantly in this, in this tug of war between you're, you're ashamed of, you know, describing this lifestyle to other people. Like, yeah, I go to church three times a week and yeah, we do this, do that. And, and at the same time, you're, you're kind of aware that you're, you're trying to maintain this, this mindset of, oh yeah, yeah, this is definitely the best way to live. You know, this is, 
this is the best way to live a life and and you're secretly kind of feeling like is it though i'm, I'm not sure um on then on top of that there's you know preaching so you'll hear preaching and the preacher might say one thing one week and a couple weeks later he'll say something else that really seems contradictory to what he originally said um we were always kind of taught not to question the preacher don't question what he says don't question how he says it um you know we had an evangelist come to preach one weekend and he preached the same message twice in the same weekend so he preached the message on like thursday night we had a couple different services friday morning friday night and then saturday came around or maybe it was sunday but he preached the same message almost verbatim again and it was like everybody knew it and i think he figured it out halfway through but but you know we had this again double think of yeah he definitely screwed up but like we also have to pretend like this is some new <laughs> this is some new message it's a new revelation and we have to respond to it just like we heard it for the first time and like everybody knows this is this is you know he fucked up but this is uh something we're just going to roll with and we're going to go along with it and so there's this constant tug of war and i would almost describe it as the difference between common sense like your gut instinct you're you're not listening to yourself um and you're 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 going up against what you're being programmed to think what you're being programmed to do and yeah this it creates this conflict mentally that you're constantly struggling with you know and it, it could be as simple as hey I, I really enjoy listening to metal you know I, i'm a huge fan of nightwish i'm a big fan of various groups like you know power wolf and sabaton and all these others that are heavily frowned upon by the church but at the same time they're they're one of my favorite genres of music so there's this warring mentality of i enjoy this thing i enjoy this activity whatever that you know fill in the blank but at the same time the church teaches don't do this don't enjoy this you know this is forbidden so you're constantly just having to struggle with that mentality of of fighting like what you really like and what you really enjoy and trying to convince yourself that it's wrong but you don't feel like it's wrong you know and and this is pervasive across all different parts of that religion and that lifestyle so yeah double think creates psychological stress it creates a lot of tension and yeah, it, it, it's not healthy, but this is just one aspect of the Pentecostal lifestyle, which is actually pretty similar. You know, our, our way of life is pretty similar to the JWs, the Mormons, and Amish, many other types of strict religious groups. So 
there is no fix for it, really. It's just you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be completely intellectually honest with yourself and say, you know what, I, I am not going to fight it anymore. We're not going to we're not going to keep encouraging the double think. We just have to say this is what reality is and own up to it. Stick with it and just and just not blind yourself to to what's true. I mean, that's kind of the the root lesson to be to be learned is just be true to yourself and don't try to like you know pull the wool over your own eyes but but just yeah be completely authentic i think that's the solution to that to that issue but some people are more willing than others to to maintain that double think some people can only do it for so long and then they just they'll reject it automatically because that's the way their mind works and some people override it again and again until eventually they can't leave they can't stop themselves and you, you just can't let yourself get to that stage so anyway that's all i have for this week guys but i appreciate you all listening and hopefully there will be a shorter time between the next episode but um give us a like and follow on social media this episode is streamed to youtube and it'll be up on uh we post on the facebook page for naked pentecostalism and the subreddit and we'll see you on the next one god's able to work out the trouble in your life He's able to work out the problems that you deal with. God loves you. God cares about you. God's going to change things.